Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It is time now for Mind Your Business. And we're going to talk about this company called Silver Lake Access or SAL. It's one of Southeast Asia's leading banking software developers in the financial services space. And they've announced its strongest record revenue, recorded revenue, I beg your pardon, at 736.5 million ringgit for the full year of financial year 2022. Now, this marks a significant an 18% growth over the prior year and an 8% increase over its previous highest revenue recorded. Fourth quarter of 2022 specifically displayed a 19% increase over the previous quarter and a 16% over the same period last year. With SAL currently serving 40% of the top 20 banks in Southeast Asia, demand for their digitalization services remains high, with the firm showing steady performance post-pandemic. Organic growth among existing clients expanded their operations and new partnerships within Southeast Asia and beyond drove the strongest yearly revenue recorded. So what is their growth strategy in terms of, you know, being able to thrive even more in a post-COVID world? Let's find out more right now from Andrew Tan, the Group Managing Director of Silver Lake Access. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. Let's talk a little bit about Silver Lake Access or SAL, a company that creates technologies to enable the digital economy. You've listed on the Singapore Stock Exchange in 2003. Tell us more about its history. Okay. Um, well, I guess if you, you know, look at uh, our history, you know, we are truly pioneers in uh, the provision, you know, of core banking software technologies and solutions. I think currently we are also, you know, a leading player, you know, in uh, digital, you know, banking solutions. Our core, our leading core banking uh, solution offering, you know, is it's called SIBS. That's what we call it, you know, the, the Silver Lake Integrated, you know, banking system. And of course, our latest digital banking offering that we launched two or three years back, you know, that's uh, Mobius for digital banking. Okay. Uh, we have we have been in the market, you know, for you know more than thirty years, and and through the years, I think what stands out, you know, in terms of achievement, you know, is that we have a one hundred percent successful successful client record, you know, in, in in retention and delivery of transformative projects. Overall, you know, we have uh, over about two thousand employees uh, located in about fifteen countries, you know, serving three hundred and seventy customers all the way, you know, from Asia, mm-hmm. Europe, Middle East, Africa, yeah. and America. So, 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 in essence, you know, we offer our customer solutions to navigate through, you know, the ever-changing financial landscape. But our focus is here more in, you know, in Asia and ASEAN. Mm-hmm. So, and we don't just sell our products, you know, we are our customers' partners in the IT and digital transformation journey. So that's what we do, uh, Alan. I like how you put, you know, it's about navigating the ever-changing financial landscape. I mean, looking yeah. at the growth and, and the revenue that you've seen for financial year 2022, what do you think were some of the factors that led to your company's strongest recorded revenue? Well, um, we, it took, we have to look at our, uh, you know, the, the, the business model, you know, okay. in terms of, you know, how, you know, how, how we, you know, uh, run, you know, the business. And, uh, you know, it is a model, you know, that you kind of uh, fine-tune, you know, over the last 30 years. 
I think, you know, first and foremost, you know, our philosophy, you know, has been in being able to sustain, you know, financially, you know, both in, you know, top line and, uh, and bottom line. I think if you look at uh, our performance over the years, you know, we have been consistently very profitable. Uh, some years, you know, our revenue may not grow as much, but uh, definitely the way we manage our business is that, you know, we manage it to uh, uh, strong, you know, margins, you know, gross margins, you know, 60% net profit margin, you know, uh, 25%. I think I, I think all this all results from our ability to retain our, our customers because seventy percent of our business you know comes from very high uh, margin you know recurring you know base and I think from there then we build particularly now you know with the post pandemic and banks rapidly transforming and with our new uh, initiatives around you know the insure tax base you know. We hope, you know, to further grow, you know, uh, uh, double rate, you know, in uh, revenue, mm. you know, in terms of uh, new projects, you know, for our customers. Actually, on that, what are your thoughts on the Federal Reserve? I mean, we are a few days ahead of the FOMC meeting. Federal Reserve's likely to continue to hike interest rates aggressively. That's going to help banks' earnings growth, especially looking at next year. Mm. How does that play out in terms of continued support or continued investment in your company, you know, a company like SAL? Well, I guess, uh, I think, uh, you know, uh, people like us and even our clients, uh, I think, you know, we, we look at a business, you know, from a uh, longer-term perspective. So, uh, you know, irrespective of, you know, what the uh, Federal Reserve do, and I think more importantly is that, you know, everybody's, you know, looking at ways, you know, to to focus. Mm. And, uh, you know, looking at, you know, technologies and enablers, you know, and, uh, and, and organizations, you know, like ourselves to see, you know, how they can, you know, further, you know, uh, be able to sustain, you know, and grow the business. So I think, you know, our clients are getting more and more focused, you know, not, not just, you know, with what's happening in the landscape, you know, but what's, what's changing, you know, in terms of, the customer needs and behaviors and, uh, you know, with the influx of uh, digital banks coming in. So banks are more focused in that way and, and we're here to help. Yeah. Mm. I want to talk a little bit about solutions. And I know you mentioned this at the start. You've got one called Mobius. Mm. There's also the Civil Lake Integrated Banking Solutions. I mean, Mobius yes. seems to be one of the standout ones. Tell us a little bit more yeah. about it and how it stands out from the other solutions that Sale provides. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mobius, uh, that is our newest uh, digital core, you know, and channels, you know, uh, banking software offering. We launched that some two or three years back. And uh, since our launch, we have won uh, several, you know, key client projects. And our pipeline of deals and order book, you know, are increasing. In fact, moving into FY 2023, you know, we have close to, in fact, we have over 600 million ringgit, you know, worth of backlog of work. And a lot of it, you know, resulting primarily, you know, from our Mobius offerings. So in essence, it is a, a unified, similar solution, you know, that enables uh, our customers and even new customers, you know, to succeed, you know, in digital transformation. It is cloud native. It is, you know, developed 
from bottoms up, but it has all the semblance and all the best practices, you know, from our SIBS uh, uh, core banking offering. So its design is essentially, you know, to enable swift end-user configuration and reconfiguration of products, you know, process workflows and policies in the bank. Mm. Uh, API-based, very customer-centric, mm. and it is, you know, uh, uh, spot on, you know, for, you know, for organizations, you know, they, they are, you know, uh, uh, preparing, you know, for the emerging financial ecosystem, you know, in marketplaces. So, so, so that's what our Mobius is. It is a very strategic product for us. It is banking out of the, out of the box, totally composable, and provides our customers with a very powerful platform, you know, and the agility, you know, to compete in the digital space. Yeah, especially the rise of digital banks as well. Yeah, We announced a couple here in Singapore, I think about two weeks ago as well. I'm also looking at this one, SAL acquiring Famian a while back. InsurTech, why the decision to move into InsurTech? Well, if you looked at uh, where we play, you know, we are in the financial services industry. Mm. So so it, it, in many ways, insurance has an, uh, and, and, and it is a very natural extension. Okay. To our plan diversification from you know uh, purely you know from from uh, banking, um, and we, we got into it uh, quite early you know about uh, ten years back, and now you know as you can see you know in this part of the world you know we have got a growing very digitally savvy you know middle class here mm. in uh, Southeast Asia, and we saw that as an opportunity you know to tap you know as a growth market for us. And you know, previously, as you know, you know, insurance as a, as a, as a play under financial services, you know, the kind of lag, you know, gener- generally behind banking. But now, you know, all of a sudden, you know, there's a lot of investments going into that area. A lot of uh, uh, the population, you know, in the major countries, you know, they were underserved. But now, you know, they could be accessed, you know, with digital technologies, you know, which uh, SAL, you know, can provide. So now today. Almost all the non-life insurance companies that provide motor insurance, in, particularly in Malaysia, in Singapore, they are our Silver Lake, you know, uh, Axis uh, customers. In Indonesia, that number is close to 50%. Wow. So we, yeah, correct. So, so, so we aim to continue to grow our business in that area mm. uh, and expand into other non, non-motor claims insurance sectors. So Fermian is a very, very strategic you know, a piece of uh, uh, initiative, you know, for SAL. Mm. The Indonesian market definitely is going to be uh, huge prospects, especially with the underserved and the amount of, uh, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. motor uh, transport that they use over Absolutely. there. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I can imagine that now. I see that picture. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about SAL. It seems to be profitable, playing out higher dividends than others in the industry. I wanted to talk a little bit about this equal access offer for its shares that mm-hmm. was recently conducted. Could you explain that a little bit more? And I don't know, what does that hold for the future? Well, you know, I mean, uh, from from our perspective, you know, for, for quite a while, you know, we believe that, you know, the current share price of SAL, mm. you know, was not indicative, you know, of our, you know, company's uh, True value. We have always been, you know, uh, very active, you know, in the market to do share buybacks. But but if you do it in the normal mode, 
it's a very slow exercise. So an equal access uh, uh, exercise, you know, allows us to conduct, you know, the share buyback offer, you know, in a, in a fast pace mode, you know, uh, complying, you know, with all the uh, SGX uh, rules. I think, you know, what we really wanted to do is uh, to reward our investors who had uh, stayed with us throughout the challenging times, you know, of the COVID-19 you know, pandemic. The reasons are just simply that, you know. Of course, our priority is to continue to perform and ensure that the market will recognize and value us, you know, at levels are comparable, you know, if not better than our peers. Yeah. So, so that, that, that's, that, that, that's the the uh, you know the reason you know for the equal access offer. Mm, very interesting. Just to wrap things up, obviously we can credit a careful regional growth strategy that's allowed Silver Lake access to survive the pandemic, mm-hmm. to thrive at this moment. Yeah. I mean, looking ahead, the potential for expansion outside the region of Southeast Asia. What are your thoughts on that, and how big a factor are the geopolitical issues playing out? You know, with regard to the company. Yeah, I mean, we are mindful and uh, watchful for what's happening, you know, in the world today. But I think uh, right now, at least for the next foreseeable year, you know, as we see it, particularly, you know, with the opening of borders and economies in ASEAN, we can expect our customers to continue to accelerate their IT transformation and Mm. digitalization. So, you know, so we are riding on that. And I think, you know, there's a lot that we can do, you know, in our current base. You know, like I said, you know, we are serving about, you know, 370 customers. Half of them are banking clients. And we have got a very strong, you know, uh, foothold uh, in ASEAN. And I think we will, we will continue to double down, you know, on our Southeast Asia strategy, focusing on growth markets. Uh, particularly Thailand and Indonesia. Okay. We will also explore opportunities outside of ASEAN. Uh, we have got uh, presences, you know, in uh, the Middle East, as an example, South Asia, and uh, nimbling, you know, at the African market. So, you know, we will explore those areas. And also, you know, we have a very strong balance sheet. And, uh, you know, and uh, in terms of cash, you know, we have uh, like close to 600 million ringgit. So we will use that, you know, to to sustain our operations, you know, but, you know, we have got enough uh, firepower left, you know, to look at uh, new growth areas. Then, like I mentioned, the insurtech business, where we have partnered, you know, and invested into two, you know, very promising insurtech uh, companies, which are based in Singapore. And we will continue to evaluate suitable candidates uh, for investments, for acquisitions that are complementary, you know, to our business. I think more importantly is that, you know, with the pipeline of work that we have now, you know, we, we need to we need to build our capacity, mm-hmm. you know, for new client projects and, and that's what we're doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. And also actively, you know, seek partners, work with them, you know, to tap opportunities in countries where our presence is not as strong. All right, I've been speaking with Andrew Tan, Group Managing Director of Silver Lake Access. Appreciate your time this morning, Andrew. Take care and have a great week ahead. Thank you very much indeed. And you too have a, a, a good day ahead. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.